Tell of all his wondrous works. Tell of all his wonders. No one can fathom. Tell of all his wonders. Remember the wonders he has done. No one can fathom. Wonderful to tell. tell. Wonderful to tell. Hi guys, this is Wonderful to Tell. I'm Tracy Conrad. Before we get started with today's show, I found something the other day and wanted to share it with you. It was a job posting that was cut out from the career section of an old newspaper. And we're talking really old, way before Glassdoor and ZipRecruiter, back when people would search the newspaper to find a job. The ad was so interesting, I thought I'd take a second and read it to you. Job opening. Full-time outside sales position available. Seeking highly motivated self-starter willing to work long hours, including nights and weekends. Must be ready to handle after-hour crisis situations and accept after-hour calls. Travel requirements. Minimum of 10 weeks travel each year, including a two-month deployment during June and July and two-week assignment every year during the month of December. Road trips require extensive overtime with no added compensation. High energy and enthusiasm are mandatory, especially during road trips. Additional skills. Only gifted public speakers need apply. Must be proficient in performance art, willing to wear ridiculous costumes, be the brunt of the joke, and be ridiculed by rowdy hecklers. Compensation? Straight commission. Wow. (laughs) Any takers? I don't think so. Okay, I didn't find an old newspaper clipping, but this is a pretty accurate job description of a job that most people wouldn't want. And yet, 35 years ago, our next speaker applied for the job. And thankfully for three generations of teenage boys and girls, and thankfully for the city of Fort Worth, Young Life was smart enough to hire him for the job. Here's Jace Thompson. Um, so... Anyway, so I, my name is Jace, and I have been on staff for 35 years. You got this all good? Okay, I'm ready. Um, go. So it's been I've been on staff for 35 years, and a long time. When I first came on staff, uh, you had well, you still do. You have to raise part of your own personal support, and uh, so I was trying to raise my own support. And then I came I was on student staff, and I was in charge of Young Life in the Mid Cities out by the airport. And then I came on full time staff. And my boss at that point was this guy named Tom Bronner. And so he had this house over on South Drive, and I just got married. This is, and so went over there. So Dan and I went over to his house and with his little, two little daughters. And I'm thinking, I'm living in this little apartment in Bedford, you know, two-bedroom apartment and driving a car that I didn't know if it was going to start every day or not. And I thought, looking at this house, I'm thinking, I know what I make. I don't know how much he's making, but I can kind of set the trajectory on what he is probably making. How can he afford this house? And how can he afford to feed his two kids that looked like they had been fed regularly? (laughs) And so we were sitting there having coffee because that's what you do. And I said, uh, how, how how have you done all this? I mean, I know what I'm making and how have you made it like just providing for your family and he said i don't know i'm like that's the best you got (laughs) that that doesn't help me because i have this wife and sure enough 
we got pregnant nine months after we were married. And then my really started amping up. And he has said these words. He goes, I don't know. It doesn't add up. But God is always faithful. Don't worry about it. That's equivalent to somebody saying, if you struggle with anxiety and somebody says, well, just don't be anxious. Oh, thank you. I, I wish I would have figured that out. But I can tell you now, 35 years later, I don't know how we've made it. It doesn't add up. It, it, it doesn't add up. Uh, and I'll tell you that uh, there's so many miraculous stories. I was thinking about it when Tracy um, Brad asked me to do this. Our little family, we have three kids and almost empty nesters. Once we get this last one graduated, then I get all credit cards back and everything. Is that we've been given eight cars. Uh, you know, how's that happen? You know, and it just has. All three of our kids' first cars were given. The Suburban I'm driving was given. It's, you know, yeah, they have 230,000 miles on them, but they're still running. And it just happens. And so I did Young Life in the Mid-Cities for 20 years out by the airport. And then we came over here and started doing Young Life here on July 1st, 2001. And a lot of things happened in the United States starting uh, September 11th, 2001. And we had a really great little house in Hearst, but everybody, two of them are in this room, said, you have to move into Fort Worth. You've got to move here. But we had a great little school our kids were at, and it was, everything was really going well. And, but we knew we had to take a step of faith. And so at that point, the church that I attend was trying to start raising money for some buildings. And I told Dan, I said, let's just, just, just go all in on this. She said, you know, we're, gonna, we're starting to look for a house. I know. I go, but it's not that much. Let's just put this in. Just go all in. And it literally was everything that at that point we really did have in our savings, which was $261. And so I just wrote a check for 261 bucks. And she's like, all right. And so we did that. And then you fast forward, and we're starting to look for houses in Fort Worth. And we knew how much we could sell our house for about. And... And so we start looking and we're like, oh, I can't afford anything in this town, you know? And I'm being house poor. I mean, I come, we have 261 bucks, you know? And so I was like, what are we going to do? And so somebody said, hey, you need to go. These people want to sell their house. You need to go talk to them. So I drove by and had one little piece of paper in there and I pulled it out. And I went, yeah, put it back. You know, I'm like, we can't afford that. You know, no way. And so they found out that we pulled a piece of paper from their house. And they said, hey, and they're friends of Young Life. They said, hey, meet us at the house. So we meet at their house. We go in, they're, they're already moved into their new house. And we go in their back room and we just pray. And they say, you know, God, if it's your will, this all will work out. So we go and he said, hey, I'll knock off this much so you can afford it. So I go back to our house in Hearst and we just, I just run the numbers. I'm like, that's unbelievable how much he was coming off. Um, it was about 40000 off this, his price, but we still couldn't afford it. And then I called him up and I said, that was so kind of you. I'm so thankful that you, you, were, you wanted to do this with us, but I just I can't do it in good conscience. They called me back the next day and they said, we're going to come off another thirty. That's the shrewd business guy that I am. <laughs> and so... We literally, I said, he goes, if you'll take a step of faith, we'll take a step of faith. Yeah. I'm like, 
all right, we're in. And so we buy this house. And the crazy thing that $261 that I invested into whatever Christ Chapel was doing, we ended up getting somebody, an old Young Life kid, called us up and said, come have dinner. He gave us a check for $20,000. Somebody else gave us, like, just random people. And it ended up being literally $26,100. Now, you know, if, hear me. I'm not saying this, like, out of any kind of pride because I had nothing to do with it. Except, you know, it's $261 is not going to break us or make us. Let's just throw it in. I just want to be part of this stupid thing that they're doing it there. So we did it. Just why not? You know, it's only $261. I can go mow yards or pick up aluminum cans and get that back. And we just did it. Well, so our friends, when they did that, um, said yes, wing on faith. That other $30,000 that they came off the second time, they were trying to adopt their second child because she wouldn't be supposed to have any more babies. They had her first baby regular. The next one they adopted a little boy from Russia and they were going to get ready to write a check for another baby. Well, she went to get her checkbook to write a check and she was out of checks. And so she had to order checks. Between the time that she ordered checks and we broke the deal, um, she goes to the doctor and finds out that she's pregnant. You know, now, if you want to chalk that up for coincidence, you have more faith than I do. You know, and I think that's the thing when we kind of talk about wonderful things to tell. Our little goofy step of faith and their goofy step of faith impacted everything. And we keep on walking in faith with our, fr our friends all the time. Um, it was just things like that. When we get here and our kids went to a private school and they said, they called them and said, we'll just make it work just come to our school. I mean, it was just things like that that just kept on happening in our life that we can take no credit for. But the interesting thing for me when you tell wonderful things is that we, or I, I won't throw you guys under the, under the bus, I have the amazing ability to forget God's faithfulness. Uh, one of my friends that was on staff here with us in Fort Worth, a guy named Howard Baker, um, he said, don't ever forget to remember. Uh, my other friend that's on Young Life staff and he helps raise money for Young Life in um, Africa and the Middle East, he says, faith is just having a good memory. And I think that's why telling wonderful things is important is because it helps us remember how wonderful God is because it's so, we're so quick to forget because his generosity and his kindness, his goodness, I just sometimes forget in all of my hurriedness. And so that's the story that I love to tell. How many minutes? Six, eight minutes and 40 seconds. Jace Thompson's leadership has helped make Fort Worth a beacon of light. Jace, his wife Dana, and their children have graciously shared their lives, their home, and their hearts with the entire city. And bonus, he's still high energy and enthusiastic. To see photos of Jace and learn more about his story and other stories we showcased, go to wonderfultotell.com or visit us on Instagram at wonderfultotell. And be sure to subscribe to our show. This episode was produced by me, Tracy Conrad, along with Michael, Kevin, and Brad Conrad, with invaluable support of our crew members, Nancy Brown and Karen Wilcutts, Mark and Debbie Jones, Haley and Jeffrey Brown, and John Alfred. Michael Conrad composed our intro, Lindy Conrad came up with our name, and Matt, Jeff, and
and Justin from Fort Worth High Tech Signs created our logo. If you have a story wonderful to tell, let us know. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and at our website, wonderfultotell.com. Thanks for listening.